Endurance Arrive and welcome everybody to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing episode 8 of The Last of Us Now on HBO Max. Dylan, what an emotional episode. And my goodness, we finally got Troy Baker back. Yay! <laughs> finally. <laughs> but I tell you what though, Bella Ramsey, that girl can act. And also we get some of Pedro Pascal. It was a pleasure to see. But let's get started with your thoughts. Oh yeah, Billy. Bella definitely killed it. Like literally in this episode, she she nailed it, man. She, the brutality of this episode was so real, and I love how like she's growing as a character and she's becoming more independent. And uh, like even I mean, Joel kind of came back in this episode, but you know, I th- I think Ellie really carried you know this episode as far as the story. Um, but yeah, what were your thoughts? Oh man, again, a great adaptation of, it's a very popular moment in the game, it means something, it's a stripping of childhood, and unfortunately, Ellie endures that, and she survives it, and she becomes a different person along the way, as we see in Alasso's part 2, she went through a lot of trauma, so this was a great showcase of that, I think this was the final time where, you know, everything got sucked up. And, you know, her innocence is gone. Very sad. Um, but let's give credit where credit's due as well, because Scott Shepard played the hell out of that role for David. I think it was a beautiful interpretation of that character. Obviously, from the game, it was Nolan North. And we all remember that little wispy voice from the game. So I think he did a great job. He kind of sounds like him. Mm. Yeah, I haven't played the games, but man, he was so maniacal. He definitely mm. felt like a true like villain in this episode. Um, just from the beginning, we can already see there's something off about him, right? Just the way he's like delivering this homily and then like the girl is crying and then, uh, he, like uh, her, her father passed away and she's like, can we bury my dad? And he says like, uh, well, we can't bury him till spring. And I was like, I was like, there's something about that line. I was like, why couldn't they bury it? And then as we see in this episode, they're cannibals and they eat their own kind. I thought that was so like it, it reminded me so much of The Walking Dead, like the Terminus uh, faction, and it just it shows like the lengths like people are going through like for survival in this world. Yeah, they did that really well. I mean, in the game, and uh, what's cool is is that they redesigned the scenario where in the game everybody was on the same page. We're going to eat wanderers and we might eat some of our dead. Um, and here it was like, they really went in on the religious aspect, but what was interesting was they made, uh, his character seem like he was into religion after the apocalypse and he gave this explanation, which I think was really, it kind of made sense to be honest with you. Um, but then slowly start to realize that the people are actually the religious types. They need to look up to somebody, a father figure, and he wasn't really believing religion as much he was believing in the cordyceps and i thought that was really interesting um tying that back also because craig mason he wanted to do more with the cordyceps virus as we saw in episode two so i think that was a good circle back yeah Mm -hmm. really cool stuff and then also i like that we get to see more out of james played by troy baker in the game there wasn't much he was just a random npc here he was like really fleshed out um and he was really hesitant with a lot of james's uh, i mean david's decisions Uh, let me get to your thoughts on seeing troy baker for the first time especially for me live action that's crazy yeah i wanted more out of his character man he seemed like like in the beginning when he was talking to david like there was gonna be like maybe he was gonna turn his back on david or something or they were gonna you know betray one another um but uh, as we saw in this episode uh they kind of just killed him off 
I kind of wanted more out of his character, but I guess because it's Troy Baker, it was maybe just a cameo. I I, I agree with what you were saying. I kind of wanted him to do the voice for <laughs> for Joel, especially because Joel didn't talk too much in this episode. Uh, it would just have been like a cool like little Easter egg. Man, if he, what if they just ran, he randomly ADR'd it, and it, it didn't make sense. But you just heard like Ellie. It didn't make sense, but it just <laughs> right. he just said, I think I would have been like right. ah! <laughs> hearing that. Or like, like when he knocked her out with the gun, and then he woke her up, and he's like Ellie. Ellie. <laughs> yo, they if, did that. Yo, if they did that, <laughs> I would so be like the Super Bowl. Like <laughs> I would go crazy. But I mean, oh he was God. he was great here, though. I think seeing mm. him a live action, uh, you know, introduced me to a different side of Troy Baker. That I never seen. I mean, I seen behind the scenes when he's doing motion capture and mm-hmm. performance capture. But I think his even his facial mannerisms. Um, he kind of I don't know. And and uh, if you squint your eyes, he kind of seems like Joel from the game. It, it was really mm-hmm. interesting. Um, he looked really rustic here. Well, remember they don't want to give it too much like the game because yeah, then it's yeah. like a reinter or a reinterpretation. So I, I get why they they changed it up a bit. But I do agree that would have been cool to le- at least like give like a little reward, you know, for the players like that have been so dedicated to the game for so long. Um, but yeah, going back to, to Ellie, uh, so this episode, you know, she's taking care of Joel and I love how, you know, strong she was. And then Bella Ramsey really like put such a great performance in this episode. Like she's so intelligent, like just the way she, she's hunting. And then like when she encounters, uh, you know, David and, um, which Troy Baker's character's name, uh, James, James, um, that felt like like a Joel moment right there. Where yeah. She was like, you know, back away, put the guns down. That that felt so like it was so awesome to just see her like mature as a character. Yeah, it was really cool. I think now she 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 can't really live without Joel, or at least in this time. And that was alluded to, I believe, in like episode six. Um, so it was really cool to see her take up the stronger mantle and really try to defend, you know, everything she has, basically, which is in that that little house. Um, that whole scene was really, I think, intense. And I really love how they redid the campfire thing or the bonfire thing with Ellie and uh, mm-hmm. David. Um, but I, I, I have mad respect for Bella Ramsey because I think not only is she street smarts, at least the character in this episode, but she there's something uh, kiddish about her. The way how, you know, something immature, the way how she curses and stuff. Mm-hmm. She can't just use bigger words. And she's a really smart kid. Um but what I really liked was when David said, you have anger in your heart. And I think that's something really permanent. Once you have anger in your heart, I don't think that could really go. Unless you're mm-hmm. like super old and you, and you went through some reformation or something like that. So let me get your thoughts on that scene. Because that scene was really big in the game as well. Um, just when she was in the cage. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, I mean, it was it's so weird like seeing David like trying to groom her. Yeah. Um, it was so like manipulative. But at the same time, like he he does have a point. Like she is kinda like him in a way. Because like she does no violence. And they are they're like two very like he said, like smart and they're very loyal. Um, well, at least Ellie is. And and she's so like I don't know, she she knows what to do in in bad situations, right? And I think um that's what was attractive to David because he kind of saw like his own people was kind of like like he said like sheep right they just blindly follow his order I think he wanted somebody that like could be on his like level I guess but um you know Ellie she kind of she she toughs it out in this episode and I love that you know she even like breaks his fingers mm. and and like he keeps asking her his name or her name 
And then when she finally says it, it's to like like insult him. It's like tell tell mm. everybody that it was Ellie that broke your fucking finger. Right? <laughs> yeah, that that was pulled straight from the game. I think they got some great moments from the game and they adapted it here. I mean, we also saw Joel finally uh, trying to get his bearings and trying to survive. Uh, Joel this, scared me in this episode. That yeah. motherfucker was like scream or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he jump scares <laughs> all over. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think you said before we were recording he could fight Michael Myers. Sure. Uh, and win probably. I believe it after this. I was like, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was really intimidating here. I think, um, you know, especially he doesn't know what happened to Ellie. And so it, there's a primal instinct when you're a parent that you will commit atrocities just to protect your child and this is prevalent in the second game and I also like that the person he killed in episode 6 they made mention of him in episode 8 and I think Mm -hmm. that foreshadows the future but also foreshadows or is just going deep into it that he will do whatever he has to do to protect Ellie no matter what so I liked how he was so violent in this episode especially with that torture scene oh yeah he was so raw and I I just love that you know as we see Ellie doing violent things it's similar to Joel and they just Mm -hmm. kind of back off each other and that's why in this episode I feel like Joel I mean um Ellie was picking up little things from Joel on their journey and like that, like I said, that first scene where like she was holding the gun with the two guys, I kept thinking like maybe she was like, what would Joel do in this situation, right? Like she yes. even unloads, you know, their guns too to make sure that they can't use it. Yeah. And yeah, and Joel, this episode, definitely he, man, he is, he is off. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's, it just shows how badass his character is because he's, he's like half alive. He literally just got, you know, stitched up. And he's already murked like two guys. <laughs> Penicillin, man. It does Shit. wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, also keep in mind, too, in the first episode when he completely uh, hit that old lady and over the head and Sarah was so traumatized by that. And she was like, what did you do or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And here it's like in the second episode, Ellie was kind of, um, I don't know, attracted to the fact that somebody is standing up for her. You know, she always relies on somebody. She relies on Riley. She's relying mm-hmm. on Joel. But this is the moment where she has to rely on herself. And who does she pick up certain traits from? Again, Joel and his violent tendencies. And so it's the cycle of violence. And that's and what Neil Druckmann uh, directed in the games. Yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's a weird contrast. It's it's good and bad, right? Because like yeah. you said, like she's losing her innocence as a child. But at the same time, this is those are the kind of traits that you need in this environment. Mm-hmm. Because if you have those kind of, you know, compassionate tra- uh, traits, uh, you won't you won't survive in this world. And I guess... It kind of, you know, mirrors the future of what we'll see with Ellie. Um, but yeah, she's she's learning a lot as a character, and I think I think this this episode really showed that um, she doesn't really need Joel, but at the same time, she does at the same time, right? Because as we saw after she killed David, um, Joel was kind of there for, her. and I liked how Neil Druckmann phrased it in the after credits. So it was like he was there like for her emotionally, not just yeah. like physically. Um, and I love how like like he called her like his baby girl at the mm. end. Um, it was like I guess I, that was out of the game too, right? When yes, and he <laughs> hasn't said that forever since Sarah died. Since his daughter, so it's right. like okay, this is confirmation right here. Mm. This is the way. <laughs> this <Yeah>. is the way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what uh, what do you have any other thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, well, Amanda, what a. Uh... Well, next episode is the last episode, right? Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was a great, um, I guess, finisher before the the, the finale. Um, I, I love just like the chemistry between 
uh, Bella and Pedro over this series. I think they've really reinterpreted, but still kept it loyal to the game as well. Yeah, for sure. What would you rate this episode? Uh, This episode gets 9 out of 10 from me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I would give it a nine out of 10 as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love this episode a lot. I think, and I think it's a great adaptation, uh, all the way through. Um, but yeah, everybody, that is our review for episode eight of the last of us again, now streaming HBO max. If you're new to the channel, please remember to drop a like on this video. It greatly helps us out and also comment your favorite moments from this episode and what we might see in the next episode and check out other reviews as well. But Dylan, as always, take us away. Yeah, guys, check out our other playlists as well. We're still covering uh, Hello Tomorrow from Apple TV. We just covered Creed 3 and we did a Rocky mm. Revisited. So let's check that out as well. And we're doing The Mandalorian this month. So that'll be fun. So check out those episodes as they come out every Wednesday. Um, but yeah, you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well as YouTube. Um, so check out our socials, guys. And until then, endure and survive. Endure and survive. See you guys. Mm.